you are now tuning into Embracing My Markings with your girl, Maribel Kings, where we dive into topics of self-growth, pain, trauma healing, and generational curses through many individuals sharing their life experiences in hopes to empower others through their experience sharing. Always stay connected through EmbracingMyMarkings.com. All right, so welcome back, Bayas. Hi, Twinsy. Hi, Twinsy. Are you feeling better? How are you? Yeah, I'm feeling better. How are you? Good, good, good. I'm tired. I was about to take a nap, girl. <laughs> and then I realized you did it. We have a special date today. <laughs> we have a very special date today. We have two dates. Yes, we're double <laughs> it's dating. A foursome. Oh, we're double dating. Foursome. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and throw a little bit of, of, you know, Jesus juice in there. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus juice. We all got it. Like, here we go. <laughs> I don't have a, a, a glass glass, but today Hold on, we got a cheers. We need a cheers. cheers. Oh yes, yeah. let's cheers. do it. Cheers. cheers to you, ladies. Cheers. Hmm. <laughs> so today we have Rosa and Cynthia. Hi, ladies. Hi, Hi ladies. Hi. Here. <laughs> Yay! We're trying to use the sounds a little bit more. <laughs> okay. Even when we're recording. Um, God, I'm just so happy to meet both of you. I know, Cynthia, we had already gone to dinner, so we met. But Rosa, hello, gorgeous. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Happy to be here. Yes. I'm so glad you guys can join us. I'm so excited to do this. Um, we've gotten some questions. I won't say like a lot of questions. Not like everybody's asking me that, but a lot of people have have um reached out and really want to know where you guys are at today um and then we want to talk a little bit more about domestic violence um and you know the factors that really play a role after hearing your guys' story and just learning what you guys went through to understand really what was going behind you know in your hearts and your minds what what makes up all that <laughs> I don't know if I'm making myself clear. Twinsy, step in whenever you want. <laughs> I will. I will. Sorry, I, I will step in. I was. I just thought Chico was about to fall, so I was like. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody hey, met sorry, Chico, Chico in the last dog. episode. <laughs> yeah, he's like tiny. <laughs> yes. So we're gonna start off with Cynthia first. So hello, Miss Cynthia. Hi. ¿Cómo estás? I'm really excited to be here. Hi. Um, I'm very good. Thank yeah. you. Um, I was really looking forward to today. I just, um, you know, kind of nervous how I always say that I feel like I stutter too much and I or I speak too fast and, you know, whatever. But here I am. I'm ready. <laughs> Leave that up to me, girl. Yo soy la cala. Stutter. I, I feel sometimes I have some type of, you know, deficiency mentally. But... <laughs> No, it's stop it. Even though I'm just talking, but anyways. Yeah, but so for for Miss Cynthia, the most common question, and I know the answer to this, and and Sylvia knows the answer to this, but um, many people either I don't know they haven't followed you, I don't know what happened, but they're like, has she gotten her boys back? And I'm like, I will let her answer that. Yes. Um, unfortunately, I haven't. Um, I did see them when I went to trial on October 28th. I had to go to Arizona um, super last minute. And um, 
unfortunately he took them when he shouldn't have and i saw them there um they completely ignored me um they they acted as a, as if i wasn't even there i i tried to say happy birthday to my son cuz my oldest son cuz his birthday was the day before um the day of the of the court and um i tried to say i love you to them and they just they they would just put their head like their their little earbuds back on and and they were just not paying attention to me at all so um i tried to give um my daughter's dad something that she had you know made out for him a few times whether it was father's day or whatever um and he just he refused it he didn't want it um unfortunately he feels like he's a lost cause um and um still fighting with this whole thing of of trial back and forth and now we're having to go to a a high conflict resolution class um hoping not to have to go to Arizona for that but i may have to the beginning of march um just because we can't seem to get along i mean i i put out there at court that i'm willing to work with him i'm willing to talk to him through a through a parenting app through email text messages anything that's just written because i don't want any false accusations um but uh no i mean i, I just i i haven't heard from them not you know it's another christmas without them new year another new years without them um it hurts there's times that i just i break down i mean on when was it a couple of days before new years um before christmas eve i was like wrapping presents and i guess i try to keep myself busy all the time like crazy busy just so that i'm not at home focused mm-hmm. on the fact that you know just reality that i don't have them yet and um and i just it was that time where i was just sitting on the floor and i was wrapping up a present and I just I started crying like crazy. I got like a panic attack. It was I couldn't control my breathing and I I got super scared. I ran out of the room and um I I had to have like my cousin, my mom helped me out. They gave me some water and until I calmed down, I started throwing up from just just everything it like finally hit where I was just laying like sitting there. So um yeah, unfortunately I don't, you know, it was a long answer, but unfortunately no, I have not seen them. <laughs> And, um, but you answer I, I another don't. question. Well, at least for me, this is coming from me. Um, and uh-huh. I think Twincy would kind of agree. We both ask ourselves, you know, how do you do it? Because your your faith, first of all, your faith in God is amazing. Um, it sure is. And I feel like you're such an example because we do see that you try so hard to keep yourself busy. Um, and we're like, man. I wouldn't be able to function. I I wouldn't even be able to get up in the mornings, you know. And and I know you have custody at least of your daughter, but it it would just be so hard for me personally. So seeing you being so strong, girl, I admire you. To me, in my eyes, you're superwoman. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. Yeah, it, it really is hard. I don't, I don't understand how he could not, like, how he can pretend he doesn't even have a daughter. Like, that's what just doesn't get through my head. Like, yeah. I don't understand. And, and how brainwashed does he have his kids for him to even take them to court? Obviously, that was to hurt you and exactly. them. Because exactly. at, the point, at the end of the day, <laughs> I'll tell you guys all about that, why I laugh. But at the end of the day, like he ended up hurting everybody all around you, the kids, your daughter, even though she yeah. wasn't there, you know, it's yeah. like, come on. 
Like, I like, you I just, like that the judge got upset about that, though. She did point oh. that out. Like, why are they here? You know, they shouldn't say, have been Oh, here. good. Yeah. They don't, that mm-hmm. does not go unrecognized. They see through it all. They yes. see exactly how he's using them as a tool to just. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, why were they even in there? Like in the court, they sh- if they would have gone, it's okay. They oh, probably yeah. could have okay. in the courtroom. They probably yeah, they weren't allowed outside. in the courtroom. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I was no, not, okay. but just we, even just being in the waiting room, like yeah. out, it, they, they were there, there, and it was this horrible feeling. Like my stomach was just hurting, and I I, I couldn't control my my crying. It was just I needed to let How it out. How could you, girl? You're you're human. Yeah, like you're yeah. you know you're too? a mother. And I was just going to yeah. say, like, you're asking, like, you don't know how she does it, right? I think until you're in that position, are you in that situation? Like, you'll mm-hmm. never be able to really relate the feeling. Um, but as a mother, like, you do what you need to do to get by every single day. And um, like she says, she keeps herself busy. And I mean, I see her, she's over there boxing and doing all this stuff. And, and <laughs> right? it's so cool. Like, yeah, it's very cool. Yeah. Um, but I think for her, I feel like she's trying to do what's good for her. So when the time is right, when it's time for her to reunite with her boys, that she's in a good spot and a good space mentally, you know? So, exactly. and you know what, girl, I'm going to tell you, those kids, how old are they? Uh, 17 and 13. Okay, when they get older, when they're out of his control and they're adults, they'll soon realize, they'll realize exactly what the situation is. I think right now they're just under his control. Yeah. They can't really, like, speak for themselves, I know. you know. Unfortunately, that's what I've, I've, I've had to learn. Like, just just let it be as it is, you know, and, and they'll they'll learn on their own. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping sooner than later, but all I can do right now is pray to God. Um mm-hmm. And and just hope for the best, and that you know, hopefully, it's it's sooner than later. Um, I mean, there's there's What's not it, much to it's it. It's very like I, it's very admirable what you're doing, Cynthia, and I think you're you're such an example. I know maybe you don't feel it most days, and maybe right now wow. you're even like, oh God, you don't know. But those moments that you break down, that's you being real. That's you feeling. That's you being a, a human being. Like, who wouldn't break yeah. down? If you those didn't, there'd be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah. Then it's like, ah, it doesn't matter. But no, they're they're my they're, And your daughter, I, I mean, to see your daughter, your daughter is watching everything you do. So the fact that oh, she's yeah. seeing her mama pushing forward and fighting for what's right and... You know, she's going to see that, too. And, and she's yeah. a little boxer, too. I love it. <laughs> yeah. She's a little tough machine, but she um, she has her moments, too. She's done so much better after therapy. Um, she did, you know, a lot of therapy. Um, she's paused for now just because we weren't sure if we were going to be having Zoom calls with the, with the kids and stuff. But... Um, even just staying super busy herself, she, you know, she just finished her, um, she finished dancing. She wants, she's going to start singing for the church pretty soon. Um, okay. and she's still going to keep boxing and just to kind of, you know, stay active, you know, and keep her busy. But there's her moments where she's just, she's, she wants to cry too. And, and she'll tell me like, mommy, I miss them so much. And we start crying together. I'm like, let's, we got this, let's, let's do this together, you know? And, and I'm like, it's okay to cry. It's let it out all you want. You know, it's okay. Um, um, but she has done a lot better. She went from like three, four days out of the week of crying when we first got here a little over a year ago to like maybe once, twice a month that she'll cry. And, and mm. you know, I have my moment with her. But 
And What's were you that? able to hear Rosa's story? Yes, I did. I did. Do you have any It's, any words to tell Rosa or I mean, I'm I'm at the point kind of like that little those little things that I always post like some some people may have it worse than you, but your story is still valid. I yeah. honestly do feel like her story is like so much worse than me. It's I I I was like I started crying. I was like I can't believe this, and I'm like, and I thought I had it bad, you know. But yeah, and I did. I and I, yeah, I, I did have it bad. bad in way. Yes. Like oh my gosh, all of the stories are, are valid. All of your stories yeah. are yes. valid, and they're all bad in their own way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I'm so glad you made it out and I'm so Thank happy you. for you that, Thank you know, you yeah. redone your life and you're, you know, in another relationship, something I'll, I'll end up being with in the future, you know, but <laughs> yeah. right now I'm happy like this. I'm super That's happy, just, you know, being me and figuring myself out, honestly, because mm -hmm. Um, just enjoying life after 18 years of, of feeling like, yeah, you that's know, a long time. I mean, from being so yeah. young, like you yeah. really had the opportunity to really find yourself. Exactly. Like you, you were yeah. who he told you to be, you know? Yeah. And so mm -hmm. now that you've broke free from that, you are I'm like, who am I? finding yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's very inspiring. You know, that's good. Yeah. And you're so young. And the fact that you are so, like, mature, so, I mean, thankfully, it's it's like a blessing in disguise. I feel like whenever we go through something very traumatic, very hurtful, we tend to grow like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. we tend to learn and value ourselves more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's what we got to look at it. You live, you learn, you keep moving forward. And I can't give up on my daughter, you know? And even if I didn't have her, I mean, yes, I got to the point where I didn't want to be here in, anymore. But um, you come to learn that you, you have to do this for yourself as well, you know? Um, mm -hmm. You got to love yourself for who you are and, and just you, you, you learn from everything that you've, that you've been through, you know? And, and it makes you so much stronger mentally, physically. And that's all you can do, I mean... You're amazing. You're amazing. <laughs> and and I mean, Rosa, you're you're not too much behind. And I think hearing both of you your guys' stories, they're very different but very similar at very. the same mm -hmm. time. Yeah. Um yeah. but it only showed me that there's different type of domestic violence. Oh. Oh, mm -hmm. for sure. For sure. It's not all cookie cutter. You know, it doesn't all look the same, but at the end, it's the same. Exactly. Yeah. It is. It's it's yeah. having mm -hmm. that control and having um, them taking that control away from you as a woman. Um, yeah. So I I'm so grateful for both of you to have given us the opportunity to hear your stories and share it with us because mm -hmm. it really just shows the diversity that there is. And I think so many people were just so intrigued, you know, with Rosa. Um, they One of the questions that we got for your story, Rosa, was, you know, if your daughter has dated. And I think we kind yeah. of went over it there at the moment. Um, and, you know, we're not here to tell her story Oh, nothing yeah, no, no. like that <laughs> but you know have you have you seen her go into like healthy relationships and you know That's have you been there for her yeah see so one thing I've always done with my daughter is use myself as an example of what not to do I mean even from like you know not being focused on 
career wise, what you want to do. Like I've always preached to her college, get yourself together first and then meet somebody and bring your lives together, you know? Um, And so I've always used myself as an example for that. And because she was around during that time um, of my, my relationship, um, she definitely learned. So I, um, even afterward, like her and I are very open and transparent with each other and I've talked to her about it. And, um, she actually met somebody and yes, he's a very, you know, nice guy and he treats her very well. And so she's always told me, I'm so glad that I waited to find somebody that treats me well and not just jump into a relationship after relationship i mean this is her first relationship and she's 19 so like <laughs> i mean that's I was, awesome yeah and then and yeah, she's taking her time she's taking yeah. her time to actually i love yeah, and i mean i look back at when i was like 15 years old i'm like damn you're a saint like <laughs> i was like boy yeah. and like you know like i would be in a relationship you know and um yeah it just is she's always just been very like focused on herself and now she's 19 and in a relationship and he's you know he's a really um polite and very well-mannered guy and um i'm super happy for her for that you know that she was wise enough to um to see like what I went through and not want that for herself. That's amazing. And it only shows the transparency. I I love that, that you highlighted that you have that transparency with her, that relationship Mm -hmm. of just being honest. You didn't try to hide it from her or trying to minimize what happened to you. Um, Oh yeah. She fully knows everything, just the, the nitty gritty down to everything. And so like, for me, like, you know, my mom, um, which I didn't even know this until after I was going through the whole like um, domestic violence CPS thing. Um, my mom was in a relationship with my dad and my sister's dad, and they were both in, like abusive relationships. And she was never really like, she never really talked to me about it. Like I kind of knew what was going on with my sister's dad because she left on my dad when I was a baby. Um, but with my sister's dad, there was a lot of fighting. There was a lot of fighting um, also in, you know, my grandmother's house between my uncles and my grandpa. So there was a lot of um, violence that went on. And so I normalized it. I just thought I was gonna like, say it was normal to how you. relationships are supposed to be, you know. But I think if Fight. she were to be a little more transparent with me and talk to me about the things that she went through with my dad, and how he was physically abusive to her, I think I probably would have made a little like better decisions in yeah. terms of um, what types of relationships to get myself in and be, I'd be more aware of like red flags and things of that sort. But um, so I think this is why like I always try and do the complete opposite of what with my kids that my mom did with me. You know what I mean? Not, I'm not saying like she was a bad mother or anything. Like, no, no, no. Definitely like. But you, know, you learn from just, her mistakes. Didn't know back then, yes. you know? Yeah. Right. People are more aware now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of things. So, and, and it's, yeah. I think it's very important for us not to shelter our kids. Um, oh, right. Yeah. Of you course, you're, <laughs> you also have to know when to do it, you know, because it's not yeah. like if she was 10, you're not going to oh, right. tell her like yeah. everything. Yeah. But, you know, be appropriate with the age. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's very important. So yeah. thank you so much for highlighting that. Um, 
And did you hear, were you able to hear Cynthia's story? Yes, I was. Yes. Yeah. We have a lot of similarities. Like yes. I was, I messaged her and I'm like, oh my gosh, like we both ran yeah. 7-Elevens and <laughs> like, yeah. just like, just little things like, um, just the whole gaslighting, just like, it just, how they make you feel like you're less of a person, like they're superior to you, you know, and like what your opinion is or what you say doesn't matter and you're crazy and like, you know, and, and that's a, what's yeah. one of the reasons why we stay is because, you know, you stay in a relationship for so long and they tell you like you're a stupid hoe and nobody, nobody loves you. Like this person talks shit about you. You don't have any friends. You stay in that long enough, you tend, you start to believe it. And, and that's the whole gaslighting thing is like, they make mm-hmm. you feel like you're the crazy one. And then you start questioning because yeah. if you live with somebody who's crazy, you're going to start going crazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. Real. You and are so who you, you start, surround yourself with. Yeah, yeah. You start, Unfortunately. You know, yeah. And then you start kind of believing those things. And then you start, you know, he would tell me, oh, you got two kids from two different baby daddies and and nobody's going to want you. you and like just stuff like that. And, and, and mm-hmm. it's sad that you kind of start to believe those things, you know, um, and that's just because of I didn't know my self-worth pretty much. Yeah. You know? And yeah. and that kind of leads into one of the questions. Um, I don't know if this was somebody young or not. I don't really know their age. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were like, well, is there any potential warning signs that we can look after when we start dating somebody? Like, how do we know? And I'm like, oh, that's kind of like a tough question because. You can know the first date. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you really can. You go to, you, hey, you go to a restaurant you see how the gentleman talks to the lady. If he starts doing these gender roles or starts like, you know, um, is disrespectful to the waitress or whatever, then that's already a red flag because how he's treating her, that's who he truly is. You know what I mean? You just have to be really aware. Um, when people show you who they are, believe them, (laughs) you know, right so like don't yes. rationalize and be like oh well he said that but that's not that big of a deal well it definitely is a really big deal you know which is just covering yeah. up for the red flags yeah <laughs> right like, i know somebody who was dating somebody and their um their dad right so the person she was dating their dad would make comments to her about like being over at the house like what are you coming over here just to like fuck around with my son and but and like trying to be in a very joking way right Mm. and so I would tell her well that's a red flag because if his father is acting that way what is what is he gonna do you know what I mean like he raised them you know yeah exactly and so it's just little things like that like there's um how they treat people and um the things they say to you now I've heard I've heard and and you ladies can Tell me if I'm wrong or not. Um, When they're very charming and it seems Mm -hmm. too good to be true and they want to move super fast in a relationship. bombing you. Yes. I think you did. I I couldn't remember if it was Cynthia or Rosa that we talked about that in the episode. Love bombing. And I'm like, but what does that look like? Um, telling you I love you within the first like month or two, like you shouldn't know that you love somebody until like no. all a long time. You know nothing like, about them. Yeah. 
I love you. Let's move in together. Um, just moving really, really fast. Let me meet your parents. Um, let me meet your children. Like, let me uh, send you flowers all the time. Like, and that's just a way to get you reeled in, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, I'm going to start looking and seeing like what their, their weaknesses are, you know? Mm. Um, and and then I feel like once they got you reeled in and you're all wrapped up in this whole like, oh, he's a charming guy and he loves me and he sends me flowers and he loves me already and let's move in together. Um, then that's when they like the true colors really, really start coming out. You know, mm-hmm. and even if you see bad in them while you guys are like dating and whatnot, you overlook those mm-hmm. bad just because what you're like things. oh my gosh but he really is super nice and he's always telling me i'm beautiful and i'm always mm-hmm. and especially for somebody who like us that we've been in these abusive relationships and all we've gone through all our lives is just that we've been belittled mm-hmm. all of a sudden you meet this guy and oh my gosh he's so charming so this so that it. it's like no i mean the fact that i mean because we're older already yeah. but imagine somebody a lot younger that doesn't yeah. know, doesn't realize any of that, doesn't study any of this. Yeah. They're just, that's dangerous for them, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, in our sense, well, yeah, on our first date, we're like studying the guy and we're just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we're already know, like, telling you a story. Red flag. And I'm like, oh, red flag. Oh, red flag. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, bye. <laughs> you yeah. know, was it hard for you ladies to start dating again, you know, after? you came out of your relationships like freshly out of the relationships how long did it take you to kind of test the waters again well for me I feel like I because I was so off and on with him like I felt like I was mentally checked out with him for like at least a good couple years which is horrible to say you know Mm -hmm. um and there was a period he of time. Where, he, he was horrible though. Yeah. And like there was a period, there was about a good year where we did not really talk to each other in between that time. Um, so like I felt like once I was done, done with him, like at by that time, I had already gained all my tools and knowledge that I needed um, and applied it. Um, and so then I would say like, I didn't get into like a really, really serious relationship until about eight months, nine months after, Okay, you know, and I mean, and it may seem quick, but I feel like that that time, like I had been through so many bullshit relationships where I was like, you know, and I was now I'm fully aware of what yeah. the red flags are and like, what to what look to out look for. for. Um, and so now it's like, and then when I met my husband, I made sure that I built a foundation of friendship with him first, like, cause we had talked on the phone and Skype for two months before we actually saw each other before we were physically like physical with each other, you know? So, um, that's another thing too, is sex gets in the way of really knowing somebody. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, my therapist, sorry. I don't Please, just, no, like, please talk about but, it. Like, You're hitting all the points. Not. You're hitting <laughs> yeah, the points, yeah. Rosa. Go. <laughs> I remember my therapist had said that, um, Cause I told her I had met somebody and we were talking for two months and she's like, that's good that you are getting to know him because a lot of times people meet physically, right? Like you meet somebody at the bar, you meet somebody at the grocery store, through friends, you meet somebody and right off the bat, you have sex with them. That's that intimate, that intimacy has already gotten in the way of you getting to know that person for who they are. And so yeah. that already is like, that already, you already fucked that relationship. 
Yeah, because then they'll expect. Yeah, because then they'll expect to have sex every single time, and it's like you are not. Not only that, like I feel like too, it's like you're more like you've already shared that intimate, intimate part of you with them, and you you know you exchange energy when you have sex. Yes, and so it's like um, you share that with them, and now it's like the clouds getting to know them for who they are you know what I mean so I always like try and tell like some of my friends like oh you met somebody don't have sex with them <laughs> like get to freaking know them you know like get to really I, I know think it's very important and I don't think there should be like a rule like I remember back a couple years back when Steve Harvey Mm-hmm. I think Steve Harvey wrote like a book and he was like, oh, the 90 day rule. I don't really mm-hmm. think that there should be like a rule because like every woman time. is different and every relationship yeah. is different. But I don't yeah. think you can just jump into sex and expect to like click with that person oh, and, yeah. you know, know them and mm-hmm. love them. Because like you said, then you're giving them that part that's so mm-hmm. special. Um mm-hmm. And if you're giving away that energy to everybody that you're coming across, then what are you left with? Mm-hmm. Um, and you take their energy too, and you, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, I was gonna say something else, but my train of thought just completely went away. Um, <laughs> but I'll jump into the next question. Um, were you guys affected financially? I know both of you in both of your situations, it was where you guys were the ones that were maintaining the household and these men mm-hmm. were pretending to have jobs. Um, <laughs> I love how she says pretending. Because <laughs> they were. That's a good, that's a good way of, of saying it. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think my teenager works harder than what these guys were doing. Yeah, for um, sure. <laughs> but Seriously. How did that affect uh, you guys and your decision on walking away maybe sooner? That's 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 where he would get me a lot because yes, I was a main provider, um, but always I was always left at zero. As much as I would try to save, there was not I couldn't get any further than just okay, I'm living paycheck to paycheck, you know. Um, so he'd get me with that where it was like, well, what are you going to do? You have no money. And can you wait? Finances together. Like, did you guys share like a bank account and things like that? We didn't know, but I just, we were always left at zero where I somehow come up with, Oh, I came up with this money, you know, even the little savings that I would have it was because I couldn't just let us starve, you know? So I would just take out of my stash and, and, there I go, you know, saving yeah. the family um, once again, because we were at zero again. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that's that's pretty much what would hold me back a lot, too. Just thinking that I couldn't do this on my own, especially the whole belittlement of all these years of like, I can't do it on my own. How am I going to do it? I have three kids and, you know, I'll, all I'm going to do is just go have to find another find a rich man to support my ass, you know. And, of and the course, funny thing you know, is that you were already working by yourself. <laughs> You were yeah, already yeah. doing it yeah, by you're yourself. Already supporting yourself. Yeah. Yeah, you're already exactly. supporting already... the whole family. Yeah. But you know, yeah. you're not thinking like that. No, that no. At that moment, you're not thinking like that at all. Yeah, exactly. It's like, but, I'm already doing this. I'm already doing this. But it, no matter how much positive stuff I would try to put into my mind, be like, yes, you got this. Yes, you know, it's just, no. And then besides that, it was just, I didn't want to break up the family. You know, it's like, you know, I didn't believe in divorce. I, I just wanted to, you know, 
the kids wanted Make this together work. and I, that's what I wanted to give them, you know, and I was afraid to lose them because I was already getting this negative feedback from the kids. Well, why do you want to leave? And, you know, just their dad obviously always telling them things. But, um, yeah, up until this day, I'm I'm still, you know, hurting financially because I'm still having to fix my credit. Any little money I get, it's like I'm, I'm having to pay cash for everything. I, I can't get credit cards. I can't get a car loan. I can't get a house. Nothing. You know, if it wasn't for living with my parents, man. I, I just, I again, probably be living paycheck to paycheck in San Diego, California, because it's so expensive, but um, uh, rushing it because I would have ended up in a shelter and then from the shelter to a place. But luckily, I'm able to, you know, work on my credit and whatnot just because I'm living with living with my parents. But that's it, it amazing. And I think one of the like I said, one of the most recurring questions is why doesn't the person just leave? And I'm like, well, let's change that question a little bit. Why don't we ask why do the abusers abuse? Yeah. Why put mm-hmm. it why put it on us? Yes. Like right. <laughs> I think because we need to change I that think, perspective. Yeah, because the answer for why you don't leave is you don't want to break a family. You want to keep the family together for your kids, for you, for like I mean it's, it's all not it's like not selfish at all. It's exactly. For, it's for everybody else. It's for everybody else. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And, you know what? One thing that my mom would always tell me when I was getting ready to leave uh, my son's dad, she kept telling me, why are you going to leave him? He's your son's dad. I stayed with your dad 25 years. I'm like, were you happy those 25 years? <laughs> you know? Like, she's like, no, yeah. we ended up uh, separating. And I'm like, exactly. So why would you want me to elongate it, that? Yeah, yeah. What um, about you, Rosa? Were you financially... No, I think, no, I, for me, I feel like finances was never really a reason why I stayed like I, because before I even met him, like I had my own place. I carried my own weight. Like, you know, you already had had a child. Yeah. I had everything. Um, and he was pretty much like bumming off of me. You know, I was keeping his rent paid and food on his table. And, um, so that was never like, oh, I can't leave because if I don't leave, then I can't make it financially because I knew I could, you know, for me, it was more me coming from a broken household, um, coming from a failed marriage already prior, like years before and not wanting to repeat that and not wanting to have my son go through what I went through of not having my mom and my dad together. Mm-hmm. Those are really the main reasons why I stayed. You know, I was trying to make it work. I was trying to understand where he was coming from. Like, but some things are just not made meant to understand. <laughs> and not just you know? that, but if you if you if you're trying to change for yourself and for the relationship, the other person has to put in their work too. Yeah. It's not you can't make it work for and the both of you. you. Exactly. Yeah. And now, then another thing, I have a question real quick. Yeah. Rosa, how long how long were you separated from how long was your first divorce from when you met Robert? So people can get the gap of how I got divorced in two thousand and six and I met him in two thousand nine. So it was three three years. Three years later. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Three years. And so and I, even my marriage was I look back at it and it was abusive. <laughs> I was going to ask that next. Um, Yeah. You know, looking back now, do you feel like the first relationship was abusive as well? And you just 
missed all those flags? Oh, for sure. I mean, for him, I was like 22 and we got married and, you know, I got up and left and moved to Illinois and, you know, like it was just all him, you know, I mean, we knew each, which is really weird because we knew each other um, from junior high school and, um, but I think just, oh, I knew him, I know him, I know him, you know, I know who he is. And really I did it because like, I felt like once we got married and we were away from everybody in the family, like the temper came out, the, oh, damn. Okay. This is how you operate on your day-to-day basis. <laughs> um, and then oh, it this really, is who you are. It really showed his true colors once our daughter was born, because then his patients were thin. And he, it was thinner. Like he didn't have the patience for the crying and her being sick and so it was all like pushed on me like you deal with it like you know get out of the room you go sleep you go sleep in the living room with her while she's sick and crying because I have to work in the morning type shit or oh, like no. or you know there was a time where she had like 105 temperature and she had a blood virus and like I was in the emergency room with her at five o'clock in the morning and he wasn't there because he had to work the next morning just little things like that you know like like, I mean, as a human being, you would want to be there for your kid, no matter if you work the next day. Well, like- here's, the, here's the thing is like, I've never prevented any of my children from having um, relationships with their, their, their fathers. I've always been like, you know what? Because eventually you're going to grow up and you're going to see, you know, I'm not going right. to ever, I'm, you're not going to resent me. I'd be damned if I have you resent me because <laughs> I told you don't have a relationship with your dad or I control no, the, yeah. the scenario, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but now my daughter, she's 19 and she does not want any to remind anything to do with her dad. You know? And, so. and that's another thing because God, how hard is that to have to share your children with these men that you know suck i have a book it's called sharing custody with a jerk <laughs> oh. oh wow <laughs> i really do yeah i have it. I it it basically says like you have to really treat everything as a business transaction with them you can't put yeah. an emotion into it and that's another thing is like the gray rock method i don't have you heard of that cynthia no gray rock method like how to deal with a narcissist you know, somebody who is like constantly like just really getting on you and just like, you know, because you can't win with a narcissist, right? Never. <laughs> no, so, never. never. Um, it's just like this thing called the gray rock method where you just minimize contact with them. Like you, any communication with them, like you don't show any type of emotion. You just answer just very straight and to the point. Um, and eventually they'll back off from you. And that's what I had to do with my son's father, the one that I was in the um, DV relationship with because it was like a constant, it was just constant um, fighting all the time. Like we could never agree on anything. I would be so worked up and like anxiety filled um, where I couldn't even like operate. I couldn't even think about what I was saying because I was so upset and so angry. Um, And this method like kind of helps you with how to deal with them so if you're ever dealing with any narcissists <laughs> no this is great rock method yeah look up the gray rock method and it'll definitely show you and teach you like how to um how to deal with them 
Yeah. I'm starting. I'm really. Up. I'm really. I need to look that up. <laughs> yeah. I'm really starting to believe that God gives you know the hardest test to the strongest people because, let me tell you, I'm not strong. I would not. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. You are. You have until you're, you're posed with a situation, you're strong. You don't realize you. how strong you are until you're put in in, in a situation uh-huh. like that, where yeah. you're like, I, I have to do this. I have to. Yeah. It's. There's no other yeah. option. You just, yeah. yeah, exactly. There's no other option. I just one day, I one admire day, you guys so much. I, I just admire you guys so much. Um, but that definitely, you know, hopefully gives a little bit of an insight. And like I said, instead of questioning the victim, why don't we start questioning the abuser? Why is <laughs> the abuse happening? Why are they acting that way? Um, and because I feel like the, and I even hate to call it victim because I, I honestly feel like women yeah. that yeah. come above that, not vic- like it, you guys are so strong. You guys are really, really strong. Um, so I hate, survivor. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Are, in my eyes, you guys are warriors. That's how I see it. You guys are worried. I back that up, Cynthia. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> These two down here, at least for me, Twinsy and Cynthia are in the bottom. <laughs> and you guys are drinking at the same time. I'm like, okay, Rosa, we need to get in sync. <laughs> yes. But um, Twinsy, do you have any questions? Um, no. Uh, I mean... It's just overall very like inspiring. Both of you women are amazing. I know you know that. Um, very inspiring. I honestly don't know how. I mean, I can't say I don't know, but yeah. I know. You know what I mean? Especially with Rosa, because I I did see it. I did I did see some of it. And the thing is, is that now that when I listen back to our episode, and she says you were there for most of it. It's true. Yeah. I was. I, I mean, was. You were. We worked at cardio. Card- met him. Cardio. Uh huh. And yeah. I was there when when you guys like started dating. We went to a midnight viewing of. Oh yeah, it was Twilight or something. Yeah, like, Twilight. Oh, we so Twilight. Wow. Yeah, we and <laughs> do you know? Like, I had to drag I, him with me because, like, he didn't want to go. But like, ah. he, you saw how standoffish she so, was. He so was, that's yeah. one other question that I got actually right now that you guys are talking about that. Before I forget, um, even though I have it in my notes, but I have a whole bunch of notes that I wrote like <laughs> just everywhere. Um, everywhere. As a friend or as a family member, what can they do to help? Is there anything that we can do while you're going through it? Or what do you remember of somebody that helped you or told you something while you were going through it that you can say, wow, this really helped me when this person said this or it really helped me when this. I mean, I think, yeah, you're you. (laughs) <laughs> I, I was I mean, honestly I was um I was out of state it was it was a lot harder for me because I didn't want to tell anybody what I was going through um but once it got to the point where I was so ready to get out it was my mom telling me don't stop going to therapy because you stop and you think that you don't need it you're having that same mentality that he is that you don't need therapy that you're crazy that you're this that you're that just stick with it and i think if it wasn't for me sticking with it i i'd probably still be there i'd probably still you know 
trying to figure things out. <laughs> I don't know. Raising my hand. Yeah. Any man, any man, yes. Any man that says they don't need therapy needs therapy. Needs therapy. Yeah. Yeah. Any man that says, I don't want anybody to tell me what to do. I don't need uh, therapy. They need therapy. They need it. Mm-hmm. For sure. I didn't really, I didn't really have anybody there to relate to me. Like, I think people who are going through it are looking for somebody that can relate to them. Mm. And it's very hard, especially because people stay silent about it. Right. Um, so I think it's hard to like go to family members and friends that have never been through it and never experienced it because like, it's like, you're talking to somebody that has no idea what you're feeling, has no idea what you're going through. Um, and so I feel like even if you were to offer them advice, like they probably wouldn't really listen to it you know what i mean right. and yeah. plus love is blind right i mean if you that's what you want to call love but at that time like you're blind like you're very like you don't want to hear it you don't want to hear it you don't want to hear that you're wrong you don't want to hear that what you're doing is bad for you or your kids or and and i think that's more of a denial thing too you know it's like mm -hmm. i'm in denial that i'm going through this and that me of all people i can't believe i'm going through this you know um so I can, uh, I, what I can say is like, if you feel that like you're going through domestic violence relationship, um, maybe try a support group because you'll have people around you that are going through the same thing and mm -hmm. you'll be able to relate. And then you'll be like, oh crap, like I'm not crazy, right? I'm not going insane. Like I'm not the only one that's going through this. Um, and I think that's what makes people kind of wake up a little bit you know, uh -huh. um, I, so. I, I want to add to that. I want to say that, uh, sometimes you want to think that, uh, fuck, I just Ooh, lost my wine. <laughs> it's the wine kicking in. Um, uh. to add to that, do you think maybe you not reaching out to that family member or you know to a friend to tell them other than maybe feeling embarrassed to be in that situation because you know how the heck am I in this situation apart from that are you guys afraid to hear like maybe judgment from them for sure okay at least for me I know for sure for me like um I was I was scared of being judged for sure. Like I don't know. What do you think? Do you, were you like that, Cynthia? I think in my sense, it wasn't so much judgment because I mean, since day one, they they knew yeah. <laughs> that they didn't yeah. know that he wasn't the right one for me. Yeah. Um, but it was just for me, it was more like you know what you need to do, Cynthia. We've yeah. spoken to you so many times, and this is up to you at this point. Yeah, it's, it's a life and death situation. You're on your own. Like, yeah, it's yeah. a life and death situation. You know right from wrong. You know you shouldn't be in that situation. You know you need to get away. But what are you going to do about it? Mm -hmm. You know you have all of our support here in San Diego because I was in Arizona. You know you have all of our support. Um, whenever you're ready to come, come. And I just, I kept wanting to make it work. I was like, no, I mean, I don't know. It was, it, it, it's hard. It's a really hard situation. Um, but I, just get up I feel like I think it's important yeah. too for yeah. the people that have never been through it such as myself 
I've never been through something like that, that I cannot be judgmental if something comes if somebody comes and tells me what they're going through. Because it is hard not to be like, well, what the heck are you thinking? Like, you're smarter than that. You're more beautiful than that. And I think you deserve better. Yes. That's what you always say. Uh But I don't think that's the right thing to say. And I'm trying to learn to get away from that kind of response and just be there for them. Yeah. So I remember my thoughts. Okay. So your family's telling you like, oh, this person's bad for you. We told you, blah, blah, blah. I see it, blah, blah, blah. Or in my case, like my mom would be like, oh, no, handle it. You can deal with it. And then that's when you think, well, I don't want to leave because he's sometimes nice to me. He, he says, I'm sorry. Um, he buys me stuff, but he doesn't, you know, like he, no, like when is that? one uh once in a blue moon that he does but why, but see like but that's material things like no 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 but not not necessarily no what i I'm feel saying. like i think what you're saying twinsy is like you want to believe that they're gonna change exactly there yeah. you're with them the person that they were when you met them yeah right. right that's what I, that's what I, that's what i'm getting to but the wine yeah. doesn't let me talk yeah you know what i was gonna say because you know what okay i'm gonna say right now my ex was an extremely charming person like it was really weird because we would go to the to the grocery store and he'd be like chopping it up with the freaking gross the the checker cashier person and laughing and like just very like personable and like was just he seemed very very charming right so he was a completely different person to everybody else but the minute we come home it was like a different person right and so for me and then that person who he was with all these other people is who he was in the beginning of our relationship right and so i think a lot of the times it was like i just want a surprise person i i want that person that i met in the beginning to come back like i that's who back, yeah. i fell in love with that's who i want in this relationship now and so i think i for me it was like it was hope, right? Hope, hope, yeah. hope. I'm hoping that he'll change. I'm hoping he'll go back to who he was. Um, but he was that person in that whole, like, um, was it the cycle of abuse, you know? Mm-hmm. Like the whole tension, honeymoon phase, the honeymoon phase, he was that person. And then it just kind of went away and like, it was just a, it was a cycle. So, and then yeah. you would see glimpse of it here and there with other people. And you're like, oh, he still has it. Yeah, it might come exactly. out with me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's it's always going to be there. If they put out this image to, turn it to off everybody on. else, then, you know, but they're a total different person at home once, you know, they're comfortable with you. Um, and in my sense where it was like, if I was, because he met me like that outgoing, sparky person. But if I did something like that on the street with oh. the cashier guy, oh my gosh, I was, the biggest, perti- I was the biggest pretentious <laughs> for it. any guy any guy i I could never mention a guy's name like literally any guy name that slipped out of my mouth you You slept with them you're messing around with them who is that and and then Uh he would even come to like makeup stories like because you know our circle is kind of like the same circle you know and so like he knew people that i went to school with and then he'd be like oh they told me you slept with him and i was like what are you even talking about like <laughs> whatever but it was just him making up shit just to get a rise out of me you know 
to get you to stop talking to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I wasn't even talking with him. He just freaking <laughs> followed me on Facebook, like, and I'm like, oh, okay, like, what? It, it was just so, it was so bizarre. I, I mean, it, it was just really bad. Like, I couldn't even, yeah. and that's walking on eggshells, you know? Like, I couldn't just be free to talk and do things and say things yeah. and just talk. You couldn't me. even say, you couldn't even say to the trash man, oh, anything. here's the trash can. Yeah. Oh, you're sleeping with the trash with man now? <laughs> It was ridiculous. Like, it was ridiculous. Now, and how do you guys feel with, you know, I I don't know, because I just found this out only because my favorite YouTuber talks about it. She actually released a video today, Lovely T. Shout out to her. Um, And she has a podcast as well. She's talking about this influencer. I really, I have never heard of her before. Her name's Ari Fletcher. Um, I don't know if you ladies have ever heard of her. And so she's an influencer and apparently she has a big following and she made some statements, I think, in an interview that she just had recently where she said that she wants, you know, that kind of love where if she threatens to walk away, the guy's willing to like take out the gun and shoot her for her not to leave. And so when attention was called... And people were like, hey, you're dead wrong for this because most young girls are following you. She went on to say that, you know, they're just mad. They're ugly. They don't understand. Blah, blah, blah. Come to find out she was um, one of the ambassadors for Rihanna's uh, Fenty, Savage Fenty or mm-hmm. Rihanna's line. And Rihanna yeah. ended up dropping her from that from her ambassador. Oh, good. Line. good. Wow. Good. Yes. yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Um, I'm no, she went through that. She Chris went Brown. through it with Chris Brown. Yeah, yeah. even though I'm yeah. a Chris Brown. But that makes me upset. That really pisses me off. Because what kind of message are you providing to the young girls that are following you? You know what? I'm just exactly. going to chalk it up and be like, she's just a young girl that doesn't know anything. Well, she's yeah. 26 and she's, she's a mom. She's young. She's mm. young. She's still young. She's she, young. Like, yeah. she hasn't experienced enough pain in order for her to even realize that, yes. in my opinion. Yes. Yeah, but young so. girls, please don't believe that a man no, pulling out a gun on you like, does not mean love. Oh no, the hell? no, that is pretty no. crazy. Like I can't believe she said that. That makes me mad. Yeah, <laughs> no, mad. yeah, and the fact that she came back and she still wasn't reading the room and was still trying to defend it and was just calling the people that were calling her out ugly. It's like, yeah, read the room, homegirl. She's a red flag. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She's a red flag. Yes. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Stay away from her. <laughs> you know what? It's, uh, red flags are not just with men. No. It's women too. Oh, yeah. Of it's in friendships. Exactly. Exactly. Of course. Yeah. It's with your family members. It's with yes. Everybody. It's with coworkers. It's with yeah. yeah anybody. What yeah. did I tell you last time with Twenty? I told you relationships that you really care about, whether it's friendship co-workers any mm-hmm. relationship any you gotta ships. put work into it any ships yeah. mm-hmm. you gotta any put ships. your work into it if you want to keep yeah. it right yeah yeah it takes two um which by the way speaking of relationships we all need to go to king and queens please you and your, you and your king I, have, and queen. I know i, I love there. 
I have not been there. there. I have not been there in a while. No, since Cynthia, Cynthia was my last date there. You know what, Rosa? I, I said that we do set yes. it up because I heard Cynthia took wine to Twinsy, all this stuff. I didn't get wine when I met Cynthia. Oh, that's your that's your cue. You got to bring her wine. Yes. <laughs> yeah, she already pointed that out the last time we went out. Yes. Uh, I'm just reminding her. I'm just reminding her. <laughs> she wants the flowers and everything. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the flowers. Yes. Flowers, please. Oh, well, yes. Cynthia brought me this really nice flower bouquet. Oh, that's beautiful. Nice. Cynthia, I love you for that. Oh, you're ah, sweet. Right. <laughs> okay, <laughs> enough. Enough. <laughs> She's hating right now. She's hating. Rosa, I'm going to take you flowers, Rosa. Thank you. I'll bring you flowers, too. What about me? I've been your friend forever. Cynthia already (laughs) took you flowers and wine. (laughs) You okay? You have to bring my avocado oil. She looked <laughs> like she looked like she was sponsored by Chosen. Like she literally posted yeah. it. And she said, "It looks like I've been sponsored real. by Cho- Chosen." <laughs> I did, and I posted that. That's so funny on my story. <laughs> yeah, no, but oh man, no. I take care of all my friends. I'll get you next, Rosa. I'll get you oil. <laughs> It's I know, poor Rosa's like, hello. It's, <laughs> it's avocado okay. oil. It's the healthiest oil ever. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> it's better than olive oil. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. I oh, promise. It it's good. It I'm is. a picky eater. Aunque no se nota, but I'm a picky eater. <laughs> um, oh, wow. But, um... Wow, ladies, you guys are just so inspiring. I I love this. I truthfully do. Is there any message that you guys have for anybody that might be listening to us that is, you know, going through it or maybe seeing a friend going through it? Any last words? At this point, just keep going. Just keep (laughs) going. I mean, there's honestly no you can have so many doors closed on you and everybody telling you, you can't do this. You can't do that. No, there's no possible. I mean, I'm still till today fighting with fresh start clinic to clear out my, my criminal record. Um, but I'm not going to give up. I'm not. Um, so as, as much as it, cause it can seem very overwhelming. You seem overwhelmed and you, you know that there's so much out there that you need to do. Don't give up. Just take it step by step. Write down everything you need to do um, to keep moving forward and keep and move your family forward. Um, and and just kind of just go from there, you know, just keep checking every little thing off, every little thing off. Um, I didn't think I was going to become a domestic violence advocate. And here I am. I'm, You're doing I'm an great. Advocate that. Now I'm looking for uh, even a part time job when it comes to doing something like that. Um, and just to kind of gain more experience and, and more knowledge so that I can be able to help out everybody that reaches out to me on Instagram um, and be able to help them out like that. Um, pretty soon I'm going to start putting out resources, um, at least right here in San Diego, um, for like the legal aid system and things like that. Things that I didn't know that I needed to go crazy looking for to be able to get that help and and then calling different places. But I mean, you, you got to start somewhere, you know? And I'm like, well, at least putting it out there on Instagram. Maybe it helps somebody, you know? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> yes. You never know. I'm you never sure know. Reach somebody. Yeah. Exactly. Um, because you got a certificate, right? You went through some training classes. I was so proud of you. Yeah. I was like, yes. 
that's it. Yeah, yeah. When she posted that, I was like, oh my gosh, like, because I've always like, after all of that, like that was one of my goals was to be a domestic violence advocate. And, and I looked into the classes, but it just never kind of really went anywhere. So when she posted it, I was like, oh, okay. I think this is my sign to like go and do it. So I'm going to gonna sign it. up yeah. for the next. Do it. Yeah. Cause I feel like there it's, it's, um, it's more common than what we think or yes. what's led to, to be out there is like, oh, yeah. like it's really common, you know? Um, and, you know, and then another thing too, is part of me is like wanted to start some kind of like, nonprofit organization where we would go and speak to um teens Mm -hmm. like in school about how to look for the red flags because that's when you're dating that's when your whole dating history or whatever like happens yeah you know i honestly i think you and cynthia should just (laughs) you guys are (laughs) powerhouses powerhouses get together and grow you're right, Rosa, that that's, it's, I mean, even starting from the middle schools, I was 14 when I got with, with my ex, yeah. you know, so, yeah. um, and, I, and that's usually when um, people who, abusers, they, they like to take advantage start. of younger, yeah. you know, younger, yeah. younger girls, or they want to learn you know? how to manipulate them. Exactly, exactly. Wow. Um, and yes, he was only three years older than me, but he was Bien vivido, you know, like he, 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 he knew what so he was much. doing. Oh yeah, yeah exactly. he knew what he was doing. Mm-hmm. I think, I think, um, the fact that the times that we live in right now are very critical because you can't maintain a household with just the father working. Like I remember me growing up, I had my mom always home, but mm-hmm. my mom never really talked to me about you know serious subjects like I never even knew what domestic violence was so when I saw my friend going through it in high school and trust me I was ignorant when I thought this but I was I was just like she's a dumbass that's all I thought I had no idea what she was truly going through and and recently you know I try to reach out to her because we even lost touch because of her abusive relationship and I apologized Mm -hmm. to her I remember you mentioning this yes Mm -hmm. and so um I feel like it is important you know for young girls to be educated educated for real yes yeah yeah what to look out for how to be there for your friend you know yeah it's yeah that's important. something for sure i'll be teaching my daughter once once she gets to that age where i can be a little more open about everything yes. that i've that i've gone through so that i can be able to teach her you know i mean at this point all you can do is you know teach them right from wrong you know like you said you yeah. can't lock them up in a dungeon you know and, and not live life you know all you can do is teach them right from wrong and and show them you know what what can happen you know and and say hey remember when you were this age what i went through and this and that same when i get my boys back all i can do is is just you know teach them and, and show them um and even like i write to them every day like if i was giving it to them but writing it so that whenever I do see them that's what I'm going to give them and be like look this is this is what I went through emotionally you know mentally and physically it was just it was it's hard um but yeah it's just you gotta keep you moving forward you know amazing you honestly <laughs> you guys sorry just for like for me I feel what I can say to those going through it is um I know you say like the whole, you deserve better, right? 
But I think for them, I think they need to really dig down deep into like what they really want, you know, what they really want and the relationship that they're in, is it providing it to them? You know, is it giving you what you want? Are you being, are you happy? Um, are you finding yourself crying all the time? Because really like, that's not, a, that's not love, you know, love shouldn't hurt. Like you shouldn't be um, crying. You shouldn't be um, walking on eggshells. Like um, you shouldn't, you know, how sometimes like you would be like, I don't want to go home because I don't know what's going to, I don't know what's going to happen. Or I'm scared when they come home because I don't know what type of mood they're going to be in. You know, if you find yourself in these um, scenarios or whatever, like just really dig deep down inside of you and ask yourself, what is it that you want for yourself? What do you want for your life? What do you want for your family? What do you want for your children? Um, and if it's not providing that for you, then like Cynthia said, you need to do what you have to do and work up the courage to um, get up, find that self-worth and, and leave. Like you just and make a move. Easier said than done, definitely. And it might take time and it's going to take planning. Get yourself a plan together you know, a safety plan, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, like yeah. what, write down, like stash money away if you need to stash money away, um, you know, stash an, a spare key away somewhere, give a spare key to, like to your car or somewhere to a family member, somebody you trust. Um, so if mm -hmm. something were to happen, then, you know, like, this is the plan that I have, you know, um, you're not just like left making a decision to leave with nothing, you know, I, so, um, I saw once um, talking about that. I saw once a uh, Dateline story or I don't know if it was 2020, one of those. Um, and this woman was really, really smart because she didn't have no privacy at home. Um, mm -hmm. But she was the one that had to go and make the money at work. She kept the diary. And at work, and said, she would documented everything. She documented everything. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. when she went missing, they found the diary, and come to find out her her story because she hadn't told a soul. Yeah, and wow. they found the diary, and they discovered, and she even had pictures in that diary. Like she would take pictures at work, you know, with like a Polaroid, and she would put it in there. And because she knew that eventually somebody would have to go and clean out her desk and stuff like that. Oh my gosh, that's so uh, sad. So she was like looking. That's what she saw in her future. Yes. Wow. And so, she but I, I, I mean, I hope. I'm only sharing this because I want you guys to know, like Rosa said, have a plan. <clears throat> it's not going to be easy. Nothing in this life is easy. Nothing. Um, but you guys can do it. I I I have so much admiration for women all around the world. I mean, just women and we are amazing creatures. That's all I have oh, to we say. Are. The fact that we can grow we a human in our body. <laughs> yeah. The fact That's we can grow a human. <laughs> yeah. We run the world. <laughs> and going back to going back to what Rosa and, and Mariba were saying, um, I do have a post on my Instagram from November 20th, um, letting people know, like, call, um, have a hotline number or the number of a safe friend relative in your phone. Um, plan, create a safe code word with a friend relative, find a place to go. And oh, I um, saw prepare, that post. 
Yeah, prepare, pack a bag with essentials and gather mm-hmm. important documents. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, yeah, you just, you never know. I mean, when you really need to just leave the house, then you got to leave the house, but at least you have everything prepared and you have at least that one person that you can rely on. I mean, l- thankfully, I, w- I was able to, I ended up here in San Diego, you know, but um, mm-hmm. being out in Arizona, I, sh- I, sh- I should have done something like that. But it's yeah. something, again, you live and you learn. And, and that's why I want to just kind of throw it out there for men and women that are going through any situation like this. Um, so. Yes, because men go through it, too. My Yeah, men get yes. domestic yes. violence, too. Yes. Yeah. Girls, yeah. If, if we. Yes, yeah, some women are crazy out there. Oh, let me tell you. Girl. <laughs> I mean, um, I lived it. Too? I lived it with Sorry. my sister and her first husband. My sister's yeah. a sociopath. And so, no, like, like, truthfully, she's diagnosed as a sociopath. Yeah. And her first husband, till this day, I just, I just asked my mom the other day, I'm like, is there a way that we can get a hold of him or anything? You know, she got him deported because he ended up cheating because she was a horrible wife. Like, it was just, my heart goes out to him and I have two nephews because of him. And so. Oh, we saw him sorry, go through a I lot. Didn't know this. Yeah, yeah, you know, and and me and my brothers even say he was more of a brother to us than my sister than was ever a sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh no wonder you have told me yeah. about your sister, but not fondly. Yeah, because a lot of people think I'm joking when I'm like, oh, my sister's a sociopath. But no, my sister is a sociopath. Yeah, that's so bad. I'm sorry that I laughed. Yeah, I'm sorry. People just say it, you know, but yeah. yeah. No, no, but she's like clinically diagnosed. And so it, it happens too. And he went through a lot in his marriage, a lot. Yeah. And so, and he ended up, once he got deported and obviously lost custody of his kids. And, you know, How because. Long were they together? Um. Up to when my nephew was five, so, and the oldest was nine, I want to say, so maybe like nine or ten years. See, and so he, he stayed that long yeah. with somebody, you know, and so mm-hmm. it's like, it, it's not just us women staying just because, it's it's men too, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, the whole, the whole point of being in a relationship is to make it work, you know, so... When you come across a hiccup, your natural instinct is to try and make it work. Especially with kids involved, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, especially with children, you know. It's like you want to provide the best household for them. But, you know, if you're not educated in it, then you tend to stay longer. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, he really tried. He really, really tried. So when I say, you know, again, that this is not just a women-led podcast like I include my men too because I have brothers I'm a boy mom like it's not taking anything away from them because not all Mm -hmm. men are the same just like not all women are the same right (laughs) you know um so I just I just want to put that out there it's very important for me to people to know that you know like you said it doesn't just happen to women yeah uh, and also, sorry, I just wanted to go back to the whole like um, the whole safety plan and everything. And I'm not I'm sure you probably have seen this, but um, with social media and everything, you know, that signal that they have now, like if you need help and you're in, oh, like, I think it's something like this, it's like it? you go like that or something or yeah, something, something. Like that. I don't know. Yeah. I'm all throwing them dang fun. But no, like there's that one. And then there's the black dot in the middle of the palm, too. Oh. So there's two of them that I mean, I'm aware of. But um, 
you know, if, if those listeners out there, if you're in a situation and you feel like you need help or something, um, that's one of the signals that they're using. And I think there was one lady who used that signal. Um, she, I don't know if she got kidnapped or she was going through abuse or something, but she did that and um, she, they rescued her. So mm-hmm. um, I have to, I have to find the actual story, but. Oh, please share it with us. Too. Yes. I remember hearing yeah. it. I don't, I don't recall the full on details, but I remember hearing yeah. it. And I think I heard about the girl that did this or something that has to do with a hand. Yeah, it's like you put your thumb down or something like that. Yeah. And, yeah. So I, 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 I I can't recall yeah. though, <laughs> but yeah, that's, uh-huh. that's very interesting. And us as a public to see that, um, you mm-hmm. know, to kind of always keep eyes out. Be aware of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's very important. That's good to know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Please share it with us. Like whenever yeah. you guys find it, like share it with us so we can see what to look out for. Because honestly, if somebody's going like this to me, I'll be like, oh, hi. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've even heard of like female or like people calling 911 and acting like they're ordering a pizza. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. I've heard that oh, one. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, which I'm like, pizza, you gotta give an address. the only sucky thing is, though, is how do you know that the guy that's. You know, the guy doesn't know that that's actually a sign. Like, how do they, you know? Yeah. Because if we're hearing about it, then they're hearing about it. They're probably just going to hang up on them and, you know? Yeah. 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 I mean, there's all these different ways of of getting uh, that across. Yeah. You know, if you're ever in a situation, you need to use it. And and another thing I just kind of wanted to point out is that, um, is pretty much telling anybody who's listening, um, don't stay for the kids like oh, leave because of the kids that's yeah. the that's the one thing that i i told i regret like crazy just because it's i mean because of that here i am without my boys you know if um, anything leave like a, for the kids yeah leave for the kids yeah um and leave leave with them and just i figured out later on they might be pissed at you or whatever but you did it you left with them and they get help right in the spot you know through therapy even if you end up in a shelter it does not matter there's going to be help no matter where you go mm-hmm. um it just don't stay for the kids that's yeah i i am where i am for staying you know we're doing more uh, damage and more good exactly and a lot of damage to them. I mean, look now, I mean, my fear is, yes, I have to wait up until they open up their eyes. But what if one, you know, they end up in a relationship and they end up doing that. And whether it's they learn to be abusive like their father or they learn to just take it like I did. Yeah. So, yeah, it's either, you know, either way. And it sucks, you know, but yeah, don't stay for the kids, guys. <laughs> oh, that's a good note to end it on. I think. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's a very good note to end it on because I feel like it's even harder when once you have the kids because you know both of you ladies said that you know you wanted to have that family unit you didn't want your your kids to grow up without their father um, you try so hard to stick it out for them because as parents you know we're not perfect just like our parents weren't perfect um, so yeah. sometimes we don't know what we're doing I wish kids came Shoot. with instructions. I told you my mom used to tell me to stay and I'm like, huh? <laughs> so yeah. Well, I mean, I was there know. when you were going through it. Yeah, you were. You I mean, saw it all. I remember our long to... walks and talks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, thank you so much, ladies, for coming on oh. and giving us a little bit of update of where you're at. Thank you for 
for having us. Yeah. And for this was great. Your platform yes. to kind of get our story across. Like, yeah. yeah. No, this is something very important. Do you guys yeah. Do you guys want to share your platforms where people can reach out? So that way, if they have any questions or any, now that you have a safe platform, Rosa, <laughs> I can, yeah, I can um, post Instagram. it on here. Like oh, yes. I can add it yes. to the video. So if it's okay, oh, okay with you, yeah. they'll be seeing it right now somewhere in the screen. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Yeah. That works too. Cause yeah, a lot of times people are what? I need a pen to like hear that out and write it down. You know, yeah. so. And I'll also yeah, have it in the description be... box of the podcast. Yeah. And yeah. don't be scared to reach out. Like, if you feel like you need to talk to somebody that can relate to what you're going through, like, I'm more than open to talking to somebody. And I'm sure Cynthia is as well. Oh, so, yes. And I've had a few people reach out and they say, oh, my gosh, thank you so much for answering my message. I didn't think you were going to reply. Yeah. I'm, yes, like, I'm here. We're not, we cannot, we're not judging anybody, believe me. Yeah, so. no you know judge free zone over here <laughs> yes judge yes. free zone platform right here mm-hmm. there you go. Yes, yes i don't understand yes. what you ladies are going through went through but i'm learning not to be judgmental because yeah. i truly don't i had no idea of any of this yeah. i'm completely ignorant to the situation but i can sympathize um empathize yeah more than sympathize mm-hmm. i can empathize with what yeah. you guys are going through so yeah thank you so much ladies thank i'm gonna you. go ahead and end the recording so thank you this was so much bye. fun thank you bye bye the conversation is never over please head over to embracingmymarkings.com to learn how you can join the conversation as well as to learn more about us don't forget to follow us on social media to never miss an episode you can find us on instagram tiktok and youtube at embracing my markings we'll see you there